Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Onto the storm. How how many teams have we done? Two to go. Jesus Christ. We've how done long have we been on for? Uh, two hours twenty. Jesus Christ, Guru, you're just spinning shit, mate. <laughs> just got a word. Okay. Melbourne Storm squad kills it. They're the great. They're going to win a premiership. Enough said. Nah. What are your thoughts on the Storm situation? Yeah, I think that you know we spoke about it earlier today. It's going to be an interesting season for them. Comes down to Munster for me. Yeah. Um, I still think Harry Grant's going to be the best hooker in rugby league over the next few years. I rate him so highly. So I, I can't, as I said before, Melbourne Storm, it could all go to shit. They could be half the team they were. They could have scandal after scandal and they'd probably finish fourth. So I'm not overly concerned about them. Um, I think they're a team and I think this competition at the moment, there's three teams, Storm, Roosters, Penrith, that are just keeping their head above water till finals, then they're going to... Yep. I'll just be floating along until then, and then the competition starts for me. Thoughts on one Jerome Hughes. Kind of like the unspoken, one of the best players in the NRL. When you talk about who's the best three players in the NRL, uh, sorry, who were the best three players of 2021? No, not many people would put Hughes there. But when you look at the year that he's had, he was unbelievable because we remember... Munster had a relatively quiet year this year. Yep. And they went on a record run. Who was the guy that did that? Yep. Jerome Hughes. He was on fire. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I love Hughesy. Um, I think he's one of those guys that you could put him in the top 10 players in the comp and people look at it, in the, as you said, the first yeah. instance go, what? But then you, you, know, you back it up with what he's done over the last few years. I mean, he, he, isn't, a, he isn't a halfback that's moved to fullback and just played a bit of mm. ad-lib footy. He's moved into the halfback role. <laughs> Like, it's crazy to think about. And I get people all the time message me and go, 
how can you say Avrilo isn't going to work when Hughes has done it? And I'm like, no, you don't. You're not. You're comparing apples and oranges. They're not even close. To They're the not same even in the same ballpark as each other. Yeah. What what Hughes has done has been. Do you remember when they first played him at halfback? It was two weeks out from the finals. Yeah. Brody Croft got dropped. Yep. Yeah. Imagine two weeks out from the finals going, hey, you're the seven for the Melbourne Storm. And then the next year you win a premiership. Yeah. Unbelievable. Cooper Cronk for the last 10 years. You look like a handy fullback. Come play seven. Yeah. Final he, start in two weeks. He's almost like if you could design a fullback, uh, sorry, a halfback for the new style of game, it would literally be huge. Outside of Nathan Cleary, like Nathan Cleary yeah. is honestly generational talent. But outside of a generational talent, if you could just get this guy that was developed perfectly for the modern game where solid passing, solid kicking, but an incredible running game. He doesn't get game. kicks wrong. No. I think it's the most underrated part of his game. Yeah, totally. He He's does not get kicks wrong. In 2019, I reckon he got 10 tries from kicking to Vinavalu. Yeah. His left. short kicking game is in like, you know, Munster's the good long fucking yeah. big boot on him, but you're totally right. That short kicking game. But he like when, when he lost Vinavalu, I sort of thought, this is going to hurt Jerome yeah. Hughes. He just found new ways. Mm. He just, and there's a couple of like, I can think of five or six nights this year where I watched the Melbourne Storm and he was so much better than Munster. Mm. And that's nothing against Munster. It's just a compliment to Hughes. Munster had a tough year, like, yeah. off the field. He had a lot of personal stuff going on. I felt sorry for him. But you know what You know what he kind of reminded me of to, an, to a degree, again, to a degree? A 2015 Milford. Yeah. I, I was actually, whilst you were talking, I was trying to think of someone that compares to Hughes. And Milford's a good shout, but I still don't think it's... It's, yeah, it's still not like it's still apples not, to apples. I don't think there's been someone like Hughes before. Yeah, totally true. Because you would probably say Hughes' kicking game was is way more advanced than uh, Milford's was back then. 100%. Milford still struggles with his kicking yep. game. But his running game, maybe Milford's running game just a little bit better. But that just, I think it's, I think their running game is something that I'm comparing. Probably their running game that's relatively if you, similar. If you could improve something in Hughes' game, what would it be? It's a good point. Great defender. Such a good defender. Bad defender. Like kicking the, game. The amount of times when Penrith played the Storm and, and he would chop kick out real low yep. and beat him on that one-on-one tackle, so good. Now, you, you got a good point. What would you change in Hughes? Like, I game? love taking his, his edge back row for a first try or an mm. any-timer. Like, he's all, he just does it all. True. Very true. Really interesting. It's kind of like he's got this curse of being at the Storm because it goes, well, it's just because he's at the Storm. And so other clubs might be a bit wary of like, oh, should we give him a million bucks because he's just at the Storm? Didn't work out at Gold Coast. Didn't work out at the Cowboys. Uh, what, what do you think with that? And his manager's already begun to <laughs> saying he's not going to take his option up in two years' time, which is absolute insanity. Uh, but, you know, manager doing his job. It's all part of the game. What, what do you think? Where, what's Hughes? What lies in the future for Hughes? I well, if I was Jerome Hughes, I'd win my two or three premierships, and then I'd take a bag of money somewhere for the back end of his career. What is he? Twenty seven now. So what? Two years he'll be what? Twenty nine, thirty. I mean, mate, blokes are playing until they're 35, yeah. 36 now. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I honestly think it's a fair argument that he's playing his second best position too. It's crazy. I still watch the way that he plays, and I think he is more suited to the fullback yeah. role than he is a halfback well, role, but he's exceptional at the halfback yeah. role. It's kind of like Munster to an extent. It is exactly like Munster. Like Munster at fullback is a fucking problem. Absolutely. Remember when he came in at fullback for Queensland? Yeah, 2020. Oh, killed him. No one could touch him. Yeah. Oh, I said last year, that, and people laugh, but I said last year, Melbourne have got six of the top 15 fullbacks in their state. Yeah, it's, you know, Between it's, Hughes, Munster, Pappy. Hines. Hines. Or was it four? Sorry, yeah. Like It's a really good point. That's a really good point. They've got the two best hookers in rugby league. Like, yeah, fucking hell. 
Tell you what, it's it's interesting. All these teams we're going through that don't have fullbacks and hookers, and these guys yeah, have got true, too many. True. Um, yeah, look, I think it's going to be another good year for Storm. I think that Bellamy is going to be absolutely stinging the way they went out. Stinging. What happens with Brandon Smith? Yeah, I, I think he plays 13 this year. I, I, I'm confident he plays 13 yeah. this year. I think especially with Nass and Tui, I don't think they have a choice but to play mm. him. Um, Do you think, like, in my opinion... Signing with the Roosters, the way that it all happened, sealed his fate. I think that the Storm have gone, you know what? Harry Grant is clearly the guy going forward now. Like, another club would, would have a tendency to go... Because, like, last year, I felt Cheese was the better hooker than Harry Grant, um, as in he was playing better footy. Uh, whereas I think the Storm this year are going to basically go, we need Harry Grant on the, on the field in a key position as long as possible, and that's actually going to hurt Smith's minutes a little bit. Um, and I think it, it kind of like sealed the deal even more the way it happened with the Roosters. You know what I mean? Mm. I, I think they're not going to be – they'll be less inclined to be like, well, he's playing better footy, let's put him at nine. What, what do you feel about that? Oh, I've always thought that Harry Grant's going to be the better hooker. Okay. I've always said that I'll probably <clears throat> die on that hill. But I, I, I think that Brandon Smith had an unbelievable season. Didn't he win Dallium hooker? He uh, was the best hooker there yeah. last year. I, I'm not and arguing in, in that. Yeah. Yep, not arguing that. I think that – um, Service-wise, out of dummy half, Harry Grant wins that in an absolute landslide. But when Brandon Smith decides to run the ball from five metres out, you can't stop him. You, like, you physically can't stop him. Mm. And if he passes the ball... The best thing about Brandon Smith is that when he does pass the ball, you look at the markers and the A and B defenders, they're all within a metre of each other. Yeah. Because they yeah. know if he decides not to pass the ball, which he quite often does, he's going to score. Yeah. Like, he sucks in half the field into his two metres. Mm. But I, I think Harry Grant is... Yeah, I, I think there's a good chance Harry Grant finishes as the second best hooker we've seen. Wow, I know that's a big call. Big call. Big I've call. always thought that about Harry Grant. I've always thought he was going to be a super. So, so do you feel that the cheese, like he got a lot of backlash for leaving, and and you know it wasn't handled correctly. But when you look at it, do you feel internally the storm of kind of signal to cheese, you will not be the hooker, and so cheese has gone. If I'm not the hooker, I don't want to be here. I'm a number nine. I'm out of here. So it's kind of like fair enough, cheese leaving. Yeah, I don't hold it against Cheese for leaving. But they, but like, so the Storm basically, they got rid of Finucane. Smith knew he wasn't the hooker before he signed with the Roosters. Yeah. I reckon way before yeah. any of that drama, they, I reckon he knows that. Because they moved Finucane on to get yeah. money to, to have yeah. a crack at Cheese. And to some extent, mate, in the nicest way popular, it's Brandon Smith's fault because when he goes to 13, he brains it. <laughs> yeah, he kills He's it. the best momentum guy in rugby league. It's crazy. Absolutely they, crazy. They don't win the 2020 Premiership without Brandon Smith. I yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I think he's so important. So important to that side. His momentum, his ability to shift yeah. momentum when they're a bit under the pump, incredible. Um, yeah, really interesting. It's going to see how everything happens. I think that, you know, by the time the season rolls around, the Storm will have forgiven the situation. But I do believe that, you know, if there was ever an inkling of like, we are still going to play whoever the bet, like he is the Dallium hooker right now. Is that correct, Matt? Yep. So Brandon think about Smith, this. Yeah. The Dallium hooker will not be starting at hooker next year. Yep. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, on paper, I know what you mean. And so I think that because he signed with the Roos and the way it happened, that small slither of hope of like, we're, we're playing the best hooker. Whoever's the best hooker, they get the spot. It's, it's almost turned to, no, no, Harry Grant's got the spot now because yeah. you're gone. And yeah. And I, I don't think they have a choice now when you look at the rest of the squad. Mm. Uh, just talking about the, the, the momentum that he makes, I was watching on Fox League the other day where they do that thing where they get 
um, a former premiership winning team. They get five or six of them to come back in and watch the game. Oh, yeah. And they had 2020 and they had Fox, Munster, Pappy, Bellamy, and I, th- I think it was Kafusi, and then they had Cheese. And this was 18 months ago, so Cheese was very cocky throughout the game, yeah. just making these little stupid comments, you know. And then he came on the field, and he was on the field for eight minutes, yeah. and they kicked two penalty goals off the back of his penalties oh, that he earned. Yeah, okay. And Cheese sort of went, huh, you know, eight points, four minutes, that's the sort of player I am. And he was laughing, and they were all giggling. But, yeah. like, he was actually fucking spot on. 100%. Like, he came on the field and made so much momentum that they just went, just hold him down. Yeah. We can't let them play on the next yeah. play. It's such a good point. It's totally – and it's it, – it's putting into numbers how important he is. Like yeah. when you talk about impact and it's like, what is impact? Like, or whatever. That's a good example. Yeah. Like here is a factual measurement of what he can do to like a The team. amount of times Melbourne in 2020 scored on fifth tackle and he was on second. Mm. And, and, and it's only a matter of winning an extra four metres and yeah. getting to your front. And it changes totally. the whole thing. Yep. Totally. Totally. Um, <clears throat> Xavier Coates, I think we're in for an absolute... <coughs> and I mean... It's going to be another Storm success story. Nick Meany as well, I think, is going to be a great uh, cover if he does, um, if anyone gets injured. Who, um, do they run with a utility? What is I don't think so because they got Grant and, and uh, they got Grant and Cheese. So I okay. think that's, that's enough to cover essentially anywhere you need to cover. Um, wow. You know, maybe they run with a half utility. Um, like a someone that can cover if if a hooker or um, sorry a, a six or seven goes down. Yeah, there, but yeah, a, I mean, Meany could be fourteen. Yeah, sorry. Uh, we, uh, I think it comes down to Meany. There's another one, Tyrant Wishart. He hasn't played first grade yet. He's yep. the son of Rod Wishart. He's come from the Dragons. Yep. He's a hooker slash halfback slash winger slash fullback. Yep. He could be anything. They've also got, and I don't think we've actually got him on our list, but um, the oldest Nikarima. Signed there the other day, and he's been trying. Oh, Jaden currently doing very well. Jaden Nakarima, yep. So yeah, I yeah, I I, I reckon that without Tui and, and Nas, if they're, they're both, they probably have to run with four forwards on their bench. Yeah, yep. Um, I just I just think that they've got too many players that can kind of like cover. Yeah, fair. You yep. know, but in saying that, if you if you lost, you know, maybe they'll run with like a thirteen utility, like more a, a forward utility. Maybe could be your mate, this Jack Hallworth. Yeah, that you know that could be a good, a good shout because he could play that thirteen center, yeah. uh, back row. Yeah, going to be really interesting. Could be Nick Meany though, and because it's also going to be a year where they're going to have to prepare for Felice Cafusi and Brandon Smith leaving. Yeah, true. Do you see any reality where Smith gets dropped from the side? I don't. I don't think they've got the option. Yeah, and I, I, I'm I'm sick of hearing people tell me that. Because he wants to win a premiership at the next club he goes, so he's not going to go hard for them. Bullshit. Yeah, I, I think it's it's just could have been handled better. You're right. Yeah, 100%, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it was just poorly handled. But I agree with you that the it's the optics of it. It's not the reality of it. Yeah, that's the concern. Yes, it's the optics. The reality is any player going to any club is going to want to win a premiership. Yeah, but it's the optics of. The, the media taking it and, you know, turning it into what it... And, and the media didn't take it and, you know, other than the person that was counting fucking swear words, like, come on, man. Um, they didn't really turn anything. Cheese said what he said. Yeah. Um, 
So, but I, I agree with you though. That if there is literally one player in the entire NRL you know having a fucking dig, Tim. it's to cheese. So, oh yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. Um, now, <clears throat> I've kind of already spoken about this. Uh, the Knights. Uh, actually, just quickly, we'll go back just the Storm. Now, let's say Nelson goes, Tui goes. Are they light in a forward pack? Heaps light. They are heaps light. I was looking at it today. And if you get one injury to Bromwich or Welsh, the only guys there are Maroa, Josh King and Jordan Grant. I don't know much about Jordan Grant. Josh King uh, looks solid. I'm sure Bellamy will get the best out of him. But he is not a Kamakamika or a, a Soffa. Well, they're, they're, they're different sort of players. Welch, Welch is not a, that big of a boy. No. You know, like he's, don't get me wrong, he's a big boy. But, but he's can, perfect for the opening 25. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, Bromwich is 32. Yeah. Like. I wonder. I wonder what they I would love to be a fly on the wall to Bellamy and uh, their discussions of, like, they could lose two of their big boys. And But the best thing <coughs> is, if they do lose two of those guys, they could just about call any player in the game yeah, and true. they will walk that out will on their current contract. That is true. That is Unless very true. they're playing for East or Penrith. Now, Knights. <laughs> Sorry, Knights fans. <laughs> You're about to fucking... Oh no, the, the, the Knights fans are going, mate, I've heard enough. I don't want to fucking talk about it. Anyway, uh, average age for the second row is 26. Average age for props is 25. Hooker, average age is 26. Average age for lock is 28. <coughs> 28. Uh, average age for fullback is 23. Interesting, they've got three fullbacks, but to- Stafford Toto, so obviously he's not there anymore. Um, Look, the crazy thing is when you look at the roster, it's a good roster. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You know, you look look at this forward pack. Daniel Saifidi, Jacob Saifidi, Clemmer. Uh, that's a fucking great rotation of big boys. Then you look at their second row. Frizzell, Fitzgibbon. Uh, Barnett. You know, Barnett. Is, where is Barnett? Must be He's in, in the, locks, in the yeah. lock section. Do you like Barnett as a lock or what? I prefer him in the second row, but I think he will play lock. I think Matty's hit this one. Realistically. Um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting fucking roster, man. Do you Dang. see Fitzgibbon on the edge? Do you think he'll start there? <clears throat> Brody Jones did a pretty good job But yeah, I see Fitzgibbon Fitzgibbon and Frizzell will be their starting edge rowers, I'd say Well, I, I don't think you can carry Barnett on the, on the bench So I think he has to be third, eh? Yeah, it's true he, Barnett has some really good footy in him Especially he's when footy, he's super yeah. aggressive you know, He's a mongrel Yeah um, Yeah, I mean, look, I think we've already really talked about Look, I, I, what I do like is like A guy like Bradman Bess Still only 20 years old Now, I know last year wasn't his biggest year but I think that if he can stay injury-free, we're going to see absolute... Like, there was a period there where it was, like, origin ch- chat. Like, you know, close... To, as in, this guy may play origin in the next 24 months. Now, that may have... That boat may have sailed because you've got Latrell Mitchell and Tom Travoy. Yeah, it's going to be a tough gig. Yeah. So, you, that ba- boat may have sailed for the next five years. Look at, like, a guy like Zach Lomax. Like, another guy that could probably play origin. Stags. Nearly, yeah, Stags. Fucking crazy. Um, but Bradman Best, when he's playing, he's so impactful for them. So impactful. Such a worry that he's only played 31 games. Yeah. Though. Dane Gagai, I think, is a 
great buy. They, they, their backs were good, but they had a lot of errors in them. And I think Gago is going to bring that just veteran mentality, low errors, good defence, good ball running. Um, I would still argue that Gagai's best club footy he's ever played was at Newcastle. You reckon? They, like, they were going like a busted, but he was a one-man show. Yeah, you go all day. Literally go all day. He, I mean, the amount of tough carries he would take yeah. would just be crazy. He'll, he'll be so good for Brabham Best too. I know yeah, he'll be on the other sides of the park, but just to have him around and yeah. learn off him Absolutely. Be sensational. I, I think, uh, to, to further your point, I think he'll be good for all of their outside backs. Just teach them, like, every, every week, you know, during last year, I'd come on here and I would look at the error rate and it would be like eight errors for the backs and two for the forwards. Yeah. And, like, that is such a huge no-no as a back. Your, your most base job is very minimal errors. Yeah. You, you, the, the dogs in the middle can afford to make an error because they're getting through so much work. So if a forward, you know, drops a ball and tackle, you go, you know what? Fuck, bro, you just made 20 tackles and you're getting absolutely sweet. Whereas when an outside back takes a scoot and drops it, it's just not acceptable. Yeah. It is not acceptable. I think Dane Gagai is, is going to teach, going to be, because they didn't really have, like I'm trying to think of like, they didn't really have any outside backs that were experienced. Really? Uh, I think Heimel's got the most and he's sitting. And he's basically a rookie still to an extent. He's played up, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. Hummel's twenty eight with one hundred and first grade games, but he's still like it was in and out of first grade yeah, for quite yeah. a while. So, you, so, so, yeah. Um, whereas Dan Gagai is tippity top, yeah. tippity tippity top. Yeah, there's a big gap between the two. Yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong, Hummel Hunt when he plays some good footy, he's fucking. He's really very good. solid. Yeah. Uh, Got married last week, Hummel. Did he? Him and Ellie. Yeah. Thoughts on Adam Clune from the Dragons? Could he be the man? The experience. They actually brained it in New South Wales Cup a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, apparently, like, people always were sending me, you've got to check Sam Clooney out, and, like, his highlights were Bro, fucking his crazy. his right-to-left pass yeah. is one of the best you will ever see, but we have not seen. And I, I remember when he made his first grade debut, he was a little bit older. He was 25 or something. And I remember I posted about it, and I said, watch his right-to-left, get on Jordan Piero. He's the left winger, first try. And he didn't throw it once. I don't know if he didn't have the opportunity or whatever it was, yeah. but... Um, yeah, but once again, New South Wales Cup, he sort of floated along. Then he had one year where he just went. Like he, he got almost 30 tries this in one wow. season. He really brained it. But, yeah, I, I have been disappointed with what I've seen since arriving in first grade. But once again, being a first grade halfback is so difficult. Oh, oh, it's man. not even funny. Like People yeah. undervalue it, and uh, it's just so hard to be average mm. for me yep. as a halfback. It's such a tough gig. And in this team, yeah, it's going to be tough. I... I don't know where Kurt Mann plays. I think he probably has to be the 14 now to cover for the hooker now that Braley's gone down. But Kurt Mann's the sort of guy that's got the potential to maybe cover a couple of issues, but we only saw the best out of Kurt Mann when he had Pierce next to him anyway. Yeah. Um, what's, you know, really the pressure... And I know it's on Ponga. That's a given. Everyone will accept that. But I really do believe the pressure is on Jake Clifford now. Massive amounts Mate, of pressure. People are building him up Yeah, a lot. Yes, and he's 24, which is surprising. It's, he's, he's quite – I thought he was a bit younger. But if he doesn't play well, they, they don't have any – If I would have said to you in March last year that Jake Clifford's a good player, people would have laughed at me. Yeah, he was, strugg- he was really struggling. He was really struggling. He's put together 10 good games, which have been very impressive, most of which were with Pierce next to him again, mm. though. Um, yeah, I, he's another guy that I really worry people could turn on quickly. That's, that's what I'm saying. Because like, people are building him up too much. 
but they, but I think Knights fans are building up because who else is there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He, like, he is yeah. just the guy. Like, if, if, if he had any other player with a little bit more experience, he would just be a good young half that we're hoping turns out to be great. But I think it's almost out of desperation that they're like, if he's our only way out. And, he, and, and honestly, what's crazy, he really is their own... He like, is, yeah. Their only way out of this. Like, but like, I get Newcastle fans talking to me like, oh, we just have to find someone to pair with Clifford. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. on paper, yes, but Clifford isn't an out-and-out out seven that you can yeah. rely on for 26 weeks straight. Like, not yet. He's not still yet, developing. Not yet. Yeah. I, I, he well and truly can be, mm. but he's played 55 first-grade games. He, uh, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What That's about Phoenix, Co- Phoenix Crossland? A lot of raps coming through. Hasn't really set the world alight. Had some solid games. Yeah. Um, 21 years old. I know that uh, Barry Tui said a few weeks ago that he, he had heard that this guy was going to play lock for them. Really? Which I find hard to believe. No, but Barry's mail is normally he's pretty, pretty good. damn good. Yeah. Um, he's not big enough. For I don't think he is either. Far out. But... Do you remember a couple of years ago when he was going to be the six and they thought he was going to be the Yeah, 100%. Just hasn't... They just haven't. I'm not. I wouldn't say he hasn't kicked on, but they haven't even given him the opportunity. That's what I mean. It's been a really on. bizarre, it's been strange. And the, it, but they, the crazy thing is, is they've had the opportunity to blood him and be right. like with Pierce, just be like, you're the guy. Like Pierce has missed so much footy. They could have played <clears throat> Phoenix a lot more than what they have. Yeah. yeah. Look, big year, big year. I, I just don't know. Braille. Oh man. It's a bigger I, four years coming up. Yeah. I look, I, I think this is a, this is a franchise defining year. It's a franchise to finding four months. Of. Yeah, far out. All right, boys and girls, thank you so much for listening. We will do the eight next eight sides um, next week. Uh, we would have talked about the cricket and the NFL, but clearly we've got gone way over time. Uh, make sure to follow the guru at Rugby League Guru on Instagram. Also got a podcast as well that you're taking to new heights. Sure Subscribe am. to Rugby League Guru. Uh, you got anything you need to say? No, mate, I think I've said enough for today. Said enough for Probably sick of me now. <laughs> uh, as usual, guys, grab a case of bloke in a bar. The beer of sport. It is the beer of sport. Make sure to get down and uh, grab a case. I'm speaking to you whether you're like, yeah, I'm not going to do it this week or I haven't tried or whatever. Please go and grab a case. It's a beautiful beer, I promise you that. But as usual, I'll go and fuck myself. Thank you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.